welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, with my very nicely dressed for a weekend co-host, Jessica. Way to not look like a slob like me today. Your parents came over. Yeah, I know. I don't need to look like a bum. No. Anyway. All of that exercise wear is a little bit too form-fitting right now, (laughs) so no. Well, it's been a while since we've done one of these. Indeed. We took a little break. We went on an adventure. We're going to talk about that not in this episode. We've got that scoped yeah. We've got that scoped out for the near future. Mm-hmm. We'll get everybody caught up on all that we did there. But we've got some time sensitive material we got to put out. So we'll be doing that in this episode. But before we get into all that, Jessica, what are you drinking? I am drinking a tiki bellini. A tiki bellini? Uh-huh. We should have taken a picture so we could do it for Tiki Tuesday with oh. all the other cocktails we put out. We'll just have to do it again. That will be very tragic. Is it a relatively low carb Bellini? I don't think it is. I don't know. How many carbs are in that Prosecco? I don't know. But I mean, relative to other ones, you, did, you didn't use orange juice. I did not. So, so that I guess cuts it's, down the carbs. Yeah, I guess it is okay. Um, so in my Tiki Bellini, I have one ounce of white rum. That's what makes it Tiki. <laughs> Along with the fruit juice. <laughs> Two ounces of Prosecco. We're using the cupcake kind, which is delightful because it's in a tiny bottle. Right. Because you and I are not going to pound an entire bottle of no Prosecco. So these little tiny bottles. They're perfect. Perfect. Yep. Um, and then we topped it. We poured it into the little champagne. Mm-hmm. Poured it into the little champagne flutes. And then we topped it off with a orange mango sparkling ice. So... Zero sugar on those. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it is a lower carb option as compared to like a traditional Bellini, but uh, it does still have some carbs in there. So in our sparkling ice or cupcake Prosecco or well, it was actually Bacardi white rum. Any of those things sponsoring us, comping us, anything? No. Nope. That's That's just what was in the kitchen and in the fridge. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have over there? I have a a gift, a hockey gift. Ooh. This was from Sexy Rexy the goalie. (laughs) Before he headed out on his summer vacation, he came running into my locker room. We were actually playing each other that night mm-hmm. and handed it to me and just said, thank you for uh, being the ringleader for the circus that is adult hockey. That's super nice. Keeping it going. It was very nice. So he gave me a bottle of Irish whiskey. This is uh, Happeny. I don't know. I have a hard time when they put apostrophes in the middle of words. <laughs> H-A apostrophe P-E-N-N-Y. Happeny. Happeny. Whatever. Irish whiskey. Non-chilled, filtered, a truly superior Irish whiskey, all caps, expertly crafted and blended, matured to perfection. I haven't even had a sip yet this morning. You have not. (laughs) Because it is Maybe not enough coffee, though. I've had plenty of coffee. As original and unforgettable as the city that inspired it, bringing people together since 1816. Expertly crafted and mature. Yes, I, I am just reading the bottle. Yeah. Carefully crafted, distilled in small batches, okay. mellowed and matured, four times finished. Superior Irish non-chill filtered whiskey. Yeah. You sound like a commercial. Well, because I'm reading the bottle. So here's the thing. Four times casted. Casted? Oh. Cast. 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 Port pipe malt. Sherry butt grain. I don't know what a butt grain is. <laughs> don't tell kid number three <laughs> that it tell exists. Any of the children. <laughs> Bourbon barrel malt and double charred grain. And this is produced uh, in Dublin, Ireland on James Street, for those who care, and imported to Lexington, Kentucky. Okie dokie. Are, are we sponsored by Happeny? No, but I just wanted to read it off because. You know, Sexy Rexy put some time into picking it out, and Aww. I have actually gotten into this bottle already. I do enjoy this. This is a nice Indeed. one. Yes. Um, cheers to you. To me? Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Cheers to Sexy Rexy. <laughs> cheers. Whoa. Whoa. That was almost a disaster. That is nice. This is good. Well, you're sipping on your double fisting Bellinis. Yeah, I made two. Well, because we had the little bottle and, you know, better than doing refills and pausing it partway through. Mm-hmm. How was your week? It was good. I didn't have to work on Monday. Did you get beat up? Did you get bit? Did you get slapped? Did you get I, things thrown at you? I get bit this week. I just don't think I did. Um, I for sure got slapped a couple times, though, because that just that comes with the job. 
to clarify, at work, not at home. Y- yeah. All the slappings happen at work. <laughs> that sounds bad. The slappings. The slappings. How are the slappings today? Uh, oops. The slappings. Anyways. <laughs> no, it was it was a pretty good week. It was a little quiet, but that's okay. I will take a quiet week, but lots of lots of paperwork this week, so and you're coming in off of vacation, so Yeah, I had to play catch up. I hate playing catch up. I love vacation. Hate playing catch up though, and everybody has they bombard me with all of the things that happen, plus all of the problems to solve, plus all of the anecdotal stories, plus whatever the personal else. Personal adventures, yeah. whatever cars breaking down, and it's just, piercings, it's, whatever. Yeah, piercings. It's always a lot of information all at once, and I have to process it and figure out, like, I have to triage everything. Okay, this is an actual emergency. This is just something weird that happened. This is something I really don't need to think about. This is something that is due in two days. Yeah. Life and management in a clinical field. Yeah. Managing uh, 20-somethings. It's different than just being, like, a home provider. Yeah. I only had to manage myself when I was doing that, and that was kind of nice. Even when you were in the schools before, it was smaller teams. Yeah, but... And they were college students, so they were eager to please. They were very eager to please. (laughs) Because they were paying to work instead of being paid to work. Yes. I miss them. But they're all grown-ups now, and they've all got their master's degrees, so that's good. A bunch of them are get, have kids and yeah. are getting married and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We're so old. Indeed. Speaking of old, a new school year is starting. Yay! You ready? No! <laughs> not at all. You know, in terms of supplies or in terms of emotionally, are you not ready? Um, In terms of supplies, excuse me. <laughs> in terms of supplies, we're ready. In terms of emotionally, I'm not so well prepared this year because kid number four is going to preschool for the very first time. And it's our last teeny tiny to go to preschool. This episode's going to post and when it like does the auto drop, I will probably be packing the car to like get the kids out the door. The older three, don't, or they start a week later, so they'll be heading out the door to Taekwondo and then kid number four and i will be going for meet and greet the teacher drop mm-hmm. off her supplies everything and then she starts a couple days later yeah she's so excited it's great i'm excited for her but it's the last little baby we have going to school and before anyone suggests there are no we, there will be no four, more tiny to no more tiny tomasis four is enough yeah <laughs> we are out of bedrooms in this house we have enough to have a complete starting lineup of a hockey team if we get you on the ice. No. In theory, on paper. No. I can get you on the ice on paper. Great. And I can burn your paper with a match. <laughs> <laughs> you could come play tomorrow. I got a pickup game going on. Kid four, or sorry, not kid four. Kid one is, yeah, kid four <laughs> wishes. Kid three wishes too, but it's full ice. It's a mixture of adults and kids. Kid one is one of the goalies I'm playing. Kid two is playing. Kid three is dying to go play. But I said, no, he's a, his legs are a little too short for 90 <laughs> minutes of full ice hockey. We could just go in shifts, though. Still, 90 minutes is a lot. I guess. Yep. It'll be fun, though. Yeah. So how was your week? My week was busy, pretty good. We were finishing off the last few things for getting ready for school, trying to get everything else done. Of course, everybody else with us out of town. There were a few days they were like, I'm going to sit down and get everything punched out on my computer. I need to get done. And then, of course, that is cue for people going shopping. And they're like, what do you think of this and this? And what size is that? I'm like, I'm trying to work. Or <laughs> uh, my, my my dad popping over like three times in one day. Like and a few times he's like, oh, I'll ring the doorbell. I'm like we have wireless uh, doorbells that run throughout the house. So I'm way down in my office and like the doorbell rings. And by the time I run upstairs, the kids are like, yeah, grandpa was here. He just left. He didn't want to disturb you. It was like too late, too late. The bell went off right next to my office and I came running up. Uh, so it was, yeah, a little hard to be in the zone, getting stuff knocked out. I really like to I really like to section things off and just go, I'm going to do this, knock it out, do this, knock it out, do this, knock it out. But it was just like everybody wanted everything at the exact same moment, usually when I was doing something time sensitive. Yay. Of course they did. Mm -hmm. All the more reason why a nice uh, Saturday whiskey is perfect. Cool. Cool. I'm so excited. I ordered mixed tiles for my office. This is not an advertisement. I'm just really ridiculously excited that one, I will finally have a whole bunch of like pretty 
office decorations so I can match my colleagues. It would be awesome if Mixtile um, sponsored us or comped fantastic. us and they got us to do a plug for them, but um, they are not. This is just you went and paid your hard-earned money for it. <laughs> I did. Because after um, about a year of being at that job, you're finally putting up photos that your family exists. Right. And my friends. And the beach. I'm so excited. Um, So yeah, those should be here next week and I cannot wait, especially to find out if like they actually will self-stick and um, continue to self-stick after I take them down and rearrange them multiple times on the Ooh, wall. And so. because they're not sponsoring us, if they don't stick exactly. well, like, crap, we can just like be brutally honest about no. it too. But hopefully uh, they do work I as, mean, hopefully they as do described. Too. I'm, I'm just so excited about this. So excited. Okay. All right. Let's get into this, though. <laughs> it's back to school season. You and I were out and we were brainstorming. I feel like we need to play the Adam Sandler song. You can back sing to it. School, back to school. <laughs> to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. We were out back at the beginning of the month <laughs> thinking of uh, topics that we wanted to cover. And we wanted to do a back to school shopping one because people are always like, you guys are so organized. You got your shit together. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, look, we have four kids, uh, all who are in school this year. If we don't have our shit together, it's uh, it's going to be a hot mess. Yep. So this episode is going to be our top 10 tips for getting your together and getting back to school and yes. getting those kids out the door. And then you can take all those lovely photos of you celebrating and toasting Bloody Marys in the morning or whatever as the kids look sad and they go to school. Those, those back to school pictures are hilarious. Oh, they're the, great. Where the parents are celebrating. The, I saw one the other day where the kids are like on the sidewalk or the edge of the pool with their backpacks and their back to school outfits and their shiny new is shoes. Is mom in like a flamingo floaty? I don't, I think mom was taking the picture, but dad is jumping off the diving board and he's got his arms and his legs completely outstretched and the biggest smile ever on his face. It is so funny. <laughs> nice. Well, tell you what, as you like going to town on that first uh, Tiki Bellini, mm -hmm. let's play some Swagway music and we'll get into it. All right, Jessica, you ready? Ready. Let's do this. It's kind of like the attitude uh, for beginning of the school year. Get the kids pumped up. Come on, let's do this. Let's have an awesome year. All the joys of, you know, look, we've already done one year of COVID. We got all COVID. sorts of surges, so it looks like there may or may not be masks. Oh, our, I think there's going to be masks. Our, well, I mean, our kids will be wearing masks because none of them are old enough to be vaccinated yet. So the state that I work in is different than the one I live in. And they... <laughs> True on so many levels. Right. They have been very relaxed, like the state in general has been very relaxed about precautions and and everything. And hey, disclaimer out there, it's not Florida, which is there's no, no, relaxed Florida and then is there's like a show. Yeah. Um, no. But they everybody came into work and they were like, they just made masks mandated for all of the public schools and all of these like counties now. And I was like, What? Indiana did that? And oh your, my gosh. Your clinic follows whatever the public schools are doing, right? No, my clinic follows itself and we are all we've been masking for a really long time now. Okay. It has been mandatory but for But you a while. guys got if you're vaccinated, you got to take off your masks when the clients were out of the building. That was the original rule, but now we are all back to wearing masks right. all the time. But part of the summer you got to like Yeah. Let your face be free and let yeah, people see your... Yeah, we got to see what everybody looked like finally. You have a nose that doesn't have a piercing in it? I do not. I'm like the only one. It's because you're old. You're not like Shut 22. I, you know what? Even if I were 22, I would not have a nose piercing because I because would constantly studs... pick at it and be like, there's a booger on my face and I can't get it oh. off. The worst is when there's the stud that comes in and hooks at a 90 degree angle. So then the thing dangles down like there's a bat in the cave and like you want to say something, but Stop. like it's like, oh. Stop. <laughs> okay i don't do boogers to each their own but not um, a fan no it's not it's not for me everybody looks super cute with them it's just not for me um anyways so they all went to mandated masks because they're already back to school and then there's us over here in michigan and our school system is still saying no it's optional no no so here's my fine. here's my theory on this mm -hmm. instead of having to deal with parents coming in and yelling at them in their final week of prep work my guess, and I could be completely wrong because I don't know the dude. He, We got a brand new superintendent. Like, he just started last month. Mm -hmm. My guess is he's going to wait to the last second and then 
the weekend or the Friday right before school starts for the public schools, he's going to go, yeah, with we're at the high level, the local health department, the CDC, everyone says we're going to have to wear masks like last year. Yeah. But as of right now, he's going, he's not going to require anybody, even the little kids who can't be vaccinated, do we um, wear masks? I think he's just avoiding the inevitable so they can get their work done without him like basically having a parade appearance for those last week. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I Honestly, I'll be shocked. That's my prediction. I could be wrong. I will be shocked if that doesn't play out. Um, but also, he probably should take into consideration that if they're going to mandate masks, they need to give parents time to order or go to the store to buy new masks. Yeah. Because maybe some Unless haven't been prepared for it. Unless he's a whole buttload of... Uh, Paper ones, which they did have last year as backups, and they also issued every single kid in the school system a one that was um, silk screened with the school logo. They on did, it. yeah. Oh. Of course, kid number two lost his the very first day. That is not surprising at but, all. But uh, kid one and kid three still have theirs. In addition, when we were doing back to school shopping, I kind of foresaw this and saw the trends. So not only did we order a new batch of the Michigan Awesome masks that the kids love with the mm-hmm. big um, state of Michigan embroidered on it. Uh, I went to a school that or a store that sells a bunch of the school supplies or the school branded yeah. stuff, and I got each of them. I'm like, okay, they've got this. This um, is the place that made all the ones that the school issued, but they have a whole bunch of other designs for your school. Pick out what color and logo you want, and so they have an extra one for their school system, so they can be all like school spirit with the mask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yay. Enough about COVID. Yeah, I know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, can we all? I know. We've, we're all over COVID at this point. Let's dive into our top 10 list. This I don't foresee this being a long episode, but we'll see. We'll have some fun with it. All right. You have your copy in front of you. <clears throat> Indeed. Nice. What is our tip number one for back to school success? Consolidate your back to school list for shopping. This is especially important if you have more than one kid. Because each grade level is going to require different things and different amounts of those things. Or if you have kids in multiple schools. So we've got got one going into seventh grade in Mm -hmm. middle school. We've got a fifth grader and a third grader at the same elementary school in the same school system as their older sister. Mm -hmm. And then our pre-care is over at a private school because you just missed the cutoff for young fives by less than a month. Yeah. So it would have been nice to have her in the same school system with the same holidays and everything, but she's over it's okay. She's over at the Catholic school that the other kids went to originally. Great preschool. Um, but so different holidays, different start date, and... It's, it's going to be fine. But the class lists are a hot mess. Yeah. So, so like kid number four, her class requires 30 glue sticks. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. They get... just like eat it over there. It's hilarious. No, no. Uh, I think it was 32. No, it's 30. No, it's 32. It's 16 per semester. Oh. So it's 32. You could either get the pack of 30 or in our case, we, get, case, we just ended up getting a bunch of packs of 12. And so they're getting 36. Yeah. Okay. They can have some extras. But uh, some of these, it's just, you know, oh, you need a Sharpie. And then the next kid is like, you need a fine tip Sharpie <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> So consolidate these things, make it into one, we put it in one big table, one big grid makes it easier. So you're not running all over the place because we did the thing where we're like, we had three different shopping lists. Now this year it would have been four. Mm-hmm. Print it out in all different shapes and sizes and ordered differently. Some put the pens at the bottom, some have it in the middle, some have it at the top. Now it's just like pens, you know, pens, comma, black. This kid needs an unknown quantity. This kid needs two. This kid needs one. Next one, pens, blue, same thing. Yeah. And so when you get to the pen section, you knock out black, blue, red, Sharpies, highlighters, all that stuff, pencils. Mm-hmm. Some need sharpen, some don't, but they have to be number two because school. You have to have number two yeah. pencils. And it makes your trip through, because it is a zoo. <laughs> at the, when you do all these things, it helps you just knock it out section by section so you can get away from the craziness and the parents who are shuffling through papers trying to keep the lists organized. Right. It's like, get away from those nuts. Just get it done. Yeah. But how long did it take you to sit and organize all that on Excel? Because you made an Excel file for I it. I did, actually, in Word. Oh, you did in I Word? I did table in Word. I'm shocked. Uh, 
I don't know, 15 minutes or something. Okay. I basically just went through one list and started typing it up. And then the next one through and like, oh, this item's not on there yet. Create a new row. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. Uh, I actually even highlighted anyone who didn't have that item. I highlighted it uh, or filled in the, the table square yeah. gray, yep. like gray said so and waste ink, but that made it easier on the eye. And then as we did it, we just checked everything off. Uh, when we were done shopping everything that we were missing or we're like, hey, they have that at home or whatever, I just did a big circle on it so I could go back and get it later. Cool. Yeah. So that was our that's our first one. Consolidate those back-to-school lists into one convenient location, uh, one piece of paper, easier to get through the store, especially if you've got the kids with you. Yep. Number two, Jessica. Inventory what's still good from last year. Supplies and clothes. Um, seriously, you need to do this because it's going to save you a boatload of money because you're not going to be buying extra t-shirts when your kids already have 75 of them, or you're not going to be buying extra crayons when you've got leftover crayons from last year when you bought all of them because they were 25 cents a box. Look, part of me, the dad of me is like still kicking myself that I don't, didn't keep my TI 30 X calculator from middle school. Um, I have mine. Well, I have my TI-82. Oh, no, that's the one I have. Yeah, the graphing the calculators. 83. I don't know. I think you have the 83. I have the 82. Okay, I do still have that. I also have like the 94. Whatever. That's because you're a super nerd. Yeah. But um, if you bought a... <laughs> we've got a middle schooler. She needed a TI-30X back in uh, sixth grade. Going to seventh grade, she needs the same thing. Don't go out and buy a new one. Wait. It should still be good. Same S- thing with scissors. Lunch boxes. Yeah. You can use them year after year. The scissors are not going to go bad unless your kid is... Really into cutting fresh glue, in which case you might need Lunch to buy some Lunchboxes might be in bad shape, but they might be in good shape. Like our middle schoolers is in pretty good shape. Actually, all of our kids, their lunchboxes did fairly well last year. But some years, it's like that thing's just disgusting and it has stuff growing in it. And, right. Oh, my God, you didn't empty it after the last day, last full day of school and something grew all summer. Yeah, it's always a fun time. Yeah. Just zip that up and throw it away. Same <laughs> with clothes. You know, maybe they grew, maybe they didn't. In Kids 2's case, he's reusing his gym shoes because they look fairly new. Yeah. And his foot, he has not changed sizes. Now, I fully predict that uh, by Christmas, we'll probably be buying him a new pair of gym shoes. But in the meantime, we might as well just get, you know, a few more months of Mm-hmm. You said those? No, we did get him new back to school shoes, even though he's like, you know, mine still fit fine. I'm like, you know what? Make those your shoes for playing around at home. Yep. We'll get you a nice, clean new pair for back to school. Mm-hmm. But in terms of gym shoes, yeah, just use the, the ones you got. Yep. Uh, it made life a lot easier. Pencil boxes. Every few years, we uh, re get new pencil boxes. But every year, especially like now, there's those cheapy see through plastic ones. With a plastic hinge, that hinge wears out. It does. Usually it they're cracks. broken by before the end of the school year. But if you have the ones that are kind of hard, semi-hard fabric ones with the zipper, those hinges hold up very well. You can get like two years out of those. Easily. Yeah. Especially if your kid doesn't take his sharp pencil and stab holes in it. <clears throat> kid number kid, three. Kid number three. Kid number two is pretty good about it. He, we have to finish cleaning out his one from last year because he did all his pencil sharpening and kept the shavings in his <laughs> pencil box. So it's a hot mess, but uh, inside. But once we clean it out, and it no longer looks like the bottom of a guinea pig uh, terrarium-looking thing. Um, it'll be good to go. And again, this—I mean, especially the more kids you have, the more it adds up. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Same with uh, jackets, fall jackets, because we're we're in Michigan. We got four seasons, so it's like, while it's hot as balls out today, mm-hmm. uh, in a. About a month or so, they're going to need the light jackets and then the a little bit heavier jackets and then the winter jackets. So like in kid number three's case, he's got this little olive drab, it looks like Air Force kind of pilot jacket. It's so cute. And we're looking at it like, I don't think it's going to fit in the spring, but it definitely will work for fall because it goes right to his wrists. Okay. So, you know, making sure he's okay. And kid four needed something. Mm -hmm. Kid number two is good to go. Kid number one is good to go. Oh, well, but as exciting as is the inventory, what our kids have on the podcast. <laughs> step three, Jessica. What are tip three? Not step three. Two steps, then Amazon. Look, mental health, people. Mental health. Don't be running all over town, burning gas all over the place. Go to two stores, make two stops searching for something. And if you can't find it at that point, you say, F- it. Go order it off of Amazon. I'm going to have to edit so much of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, so... Perfect example of this. Wasabi tape or whatever it is, a washi tape, whatever it is. (laughs) The washi tape. Kid number two has a, had a, 
Item on his list that was very unusual. Haven't come across this one before. He had to bring in washi tape. And I was like, cool, no problem. Every single store has tons of this in the arts and crafts section. And what because is it's a big washi deal. tape for people who have no idea like me? It's it's craft like sticker tape. Okay. It's a roll of pretty sticker tape that you can stretch it out and use it to border pages. And, and it's not light green and opens your uh, sinuses? No. That'd be awesome if you guys scratch <laughs> and sniff. No. So we're in Meyer because that's where we did a lot of our back to school shopping. And we were trying to find washi tape. And I was like, okay, By so... Way, Meyer is a grocery store that has different departments in yeah. addition. It has everything It's sort of like Walmart, only but better. better. Um, it's a very much a Midwest thing. It's headquartered oh, yeah. out of Michigan. Yeah. There should be a Meyer everywhere, though, in the country. That would be great. Where are they? We at? really the, missed like it in Michigan, Florida. Indiana, Ohio, Ohio. Maybe Illinois? Illinois, Wisconsin, maybe? I don't know. I, I don't know about Wisconsin. Anyways, um, so I was like, okay, sponsor, so... sponsor, but... Man, that would be awesome if they were a sponsor this time of year. That'd be fantastic. Um, I know that I've seen washi tape in Meyer before, and I was like, sure, this is not going to be a problem. It will either be in the back to school section because they bring out all of the fun um, stationary type things for back to school time. Yeah, they consolidate it into one little specialty section. Right. Or if it's not there, I am positive it is in the arts and crafts area. Nope. It wasn't in any of those places. Meyer did not have any washi tape. I was shocked. And you were like, we need to Amazon it. And I was like, we are not Amazoning it because they're going to send us 57 rolls of it and we only need one. So we're going to go to Michael's. And you went to Michael's and you found it. I did because they have an entire wall in the back of the store of washi tape. But if they had been sold out. Then it would have been Amazon. Amazon time. Yeah. Yeah. The key here is don't run all over town. Mm -mm. Two stops. They don't have it. Order it online. Yep. And that's just for your own. Same Technically, it's better for the environment mm-hmm. than wasting all that gas. But too, your own mental health, mm-hmm. relax, your stress level, it just makes life easier for you. We did Amazon the magic erasers. We did. Mm-hmm. What do you got for no, your tip number four? <laughs> tip number four. Now, I mentioned before that kid, uh, kid, uh, kid four has a teacher meet and greet day. And actually, all our kids have that. If your school does one of these uh, meet and greet days where you get to go in, meet the teacher, bring the kids in, it's different than see back the to classroom. See so the classroom. It's different than back to school night, which is usually parents only. Mm-hmm. If they have one of these days, take advantage of it as a school supply dumping because they ask for so much and it's fine because they need a lot. Um, but those poor little kids, especially the lower elementary and uh, kids, mm-hmm. It's so much for them to carry in the first day. It's like, I need two backpacks, one front, one back, and my leg I'm loaded down like a pack mule. And yeah, these poor kids. <laughs> um, yeah, do it on this day so you can go in and you can just drop off all those things. So that when you have that first day of school, the kids have their backpack, the shoes tight, tight. Hope they don't get in a fight. Yep. And they can walk in all smiley and their, you know, their new kicks and everything and not be like, all right, we're going on an expedition to the North Pole. Or, or we're they're going... not the kid that's standing at the front of the school screaming and crying and the principal has to run over to help them because they literally cannot carry or, all that stuff. Or the plastic uh, shopping bags because like the Kleenex boxes tend to have sharp corners and they yeah. slice those plastic uh, grocery bags open and then all of a sudden, poof, there goes everything all over the sidewalk. Right. And then the principal has to run over and help. Yeah. Take it in so you can get off and have a great experience, a great first day, a great memories made instead of like, oh, my God, it was horrible. I never want to go back. Right. Because then that just impedes learning and then you drive away feeling like, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> get off on the right foot. Mm-hmm. Jessica. Marco. Tip number five. Number five. Adjust bedtime and wake up times gradually starting on August 1st or starting, I don't know, 25 days or so before your first day of school. Yeah. In our case, our kids go into Michigan. Uh, The three older ones start at the end of the month. So we got a month of working to it. And of course, we let it slide all summer. It's summer. The sun sets around here almost. It's 10 o'clock. More like 1030. Uh, So it's pretty late uh, because we're on the west side of our time zone. And those bedtimes just drift and drift and drift, especially since we've got hockey going on and we might not be having dinner till eight o'clock in the summer. So now it's time to get those those bodies, everything back on track 
and it doesn't happen overnight, especially for little kids. Mm-hmm. So we're easing into it. And it was, you know, if they've been going to bed at like 930, you don't go, okay, 730. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. It's 15 to 30 minutes at a time each week. And then also is adjusting the wake up times because the kids were sleeping into like 9, 930. Kid one is like getting up at 11. So now it's yeah. like, you know, easing it back. Okay, 10 o'clock, everyone's got their butt out of bed. 930. 9, 8.30, because getting them up at 7 or 6.30 is not going to happen like a light switch without like repercussions. There will be consequences oh, for, sure. for waking up those, them. you know, if you feel like, if you're fine with referring to your children as little <laughs> then fine. Um, you can roll the dice and just go from like, okay, you guys been getting up at 10, now you're going to get up at 6.30, because you know what? They're going to act like little um, if Not you want the them, first day, though. Yeah, if you want them well-behaved, roll it back slowly incrementally and then they'll be in a much better mood in the morning and it'll make everyone's life better because you got to get out the door to work too Mm -hmm. um but seriously the first day of school they will not be nightmares but the second day of school is the worst if you do not have their sleep schedule figured out beforehand set them up for success set yourself up for success you don't want to go to work after like grumbling at your kids all morning nope jessica number six We've referenced this oh one gosh. before in so many podcast is, episodes, but this is the it's worth mentioning one. again. Teach them how to pack their own lunches. Take that little job right off your plate and give it to them on their teeny tiny empty plates. If it helps, make a checklist. Yep. You need a sandwich. A sandwich is made up of this, this, and this. You need a bag of chips or whatever for your lunch. Bag of carrots. One for morning um, snack yeah a bag of carrots or an apple Popcorn. or some sort of fruit there you go otherwise and spot check too mm-hmm. because don't just trust your kid's gonna do it perfectly no. every time we were not spot chatting checking at first and kid number two decided to put like three oatmeal cookies in his bag and a juice box and a piece one piece of lunch meat and you just happened to be walking by and saw him zipping up and you're like oh what do you got in there and you opened it and you were like what the is this kid one no. got, kid one got caught early on uh, when we did a spot check <laughs> and she had a juice box three bags of chips a cheese stick um <laughs> a piece of leftover cheese pizza and no. uh that was like it i'm like uh no yeah so you pack your lunches and then we'll be in to check it but, every single night yeah, but this and, is your job and now. then once you kind of establish that you're checking you can spread out how often you're checking especially if they've mastered it mm-hmm. and do sporadic spot checks but it's so much easier if you're not sitting there packing their lunches every night and then the whining goes way down because they're the ones that packed it so exactly. if they don't like it it's tough. their fault <laughs> yeah so that's my favorite one on this <sighs> whole list yes it is mm-hmm. and you know what when you go like well my kid's in elementary school i can't do it yeah, huh? Bullshit. We've been doing it since kindergarten. Kindergarten. They start in kindergarten with it. Now, they might need a little step stool to get stuff out of the fridge. You have to the pre-cut pantry. the things for them. Like, our kids really like cucumbers. I have no problem standing at the counter and slicing up cucumbers for four kids. It's totally fine. I don't mind, like, taking out the mandolin and just doing rapid-fire slices. I'll even do the ripple well, cut I'm for them, too. I'm afraid of slicing my fingers off. Of yeah, but thing, I'll so. do it and then just put them in a big bowl and let the kids divvy them up. Yeah, so that's the thing. I don't want to be standing there all night making teeny tiny bags full of things times four and throwing them in lunch boxes and then figuring out how to put all those lunch boxes in the refrigerator overnight um no you can do that also it teaches you how to meal prep and you don't have to do a million questions well do you want turkey do you want right. roast beef do you, you want can ham? open the drawer and salami? find your own meat what what do you want in your sandwich yep what kind of bread do you want do you want the soft bread or the crunchier one the whole you want a tortilla yeah do you want a tortilla roll up and then as they're wandering away, like, I just want to play video games. I just, you know, whatever. Good. I want to Make go your jump lunch on the and then go do that. Yeah. We don't have a trampoline. Yeah, we do. Oh, that's tiny. That yeah. doesn't count. It's not in the yard. You got a little one in the basement. <laughs> anyway, teach them how to pack their lunches so that you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Jessica, number seven. What is tip number seven? Planners, calendars, color code your schedules. Um, this is the best one because all no, of no, the... No, no, no. Teach them to pack their own lunch was the best okay, one. Okay, this is the second best one because all of the stationary stuff is in the stores right now. So you have a gazillion types of pens and markers and Sharpies and whatever else to choose from. And you get to buy a new planner and then you get to set it up all perfectly and make it gorgeous. Nerd alert! Uh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I it's fine. I don't care. It's all right. I have all the pretty pins now. So and a brand new shiny planner. We have the family calendar that hangs kind of the nexus of the house. And everything in there, for the most part, is color-coded. The stuff that's even pre-printed, like people's birthdays. We've got different color highlighters that mean different things. The the color pen. Like, we got two different school systems. So one school system is written in red. The other one's written in blue. Girl Scouts is in green. Mm-hmm. The official color of Thin Mints. <laughs> Hockey is in brown. It's just eye-catching, easy to go. You know, it's not like we're doing various shades of pink, orange, and reds. You know, it's mm-hmm. quick, eye-catching. In addition, the fl- opposite of the family calendar that has a month at a time, we have just the week. It's what we're eating for dinner, who's doing what each day. It's color-coded, and it makes it easy as we're running out the door, looking at, like, what the hell is going on today, what time, who's got to be where, and it helps coordinate all that stuff so it isn't a complete show with kids getting left at school or somebody missing their kids main event. Left at school, Jesus. It happens before you got left at school, right, growing up? No. And completely forgotten? No. Did you? Yeah. I was one of four kids and my parents didn't have this kind of organization down. No, I never got left at school. Never, ever, ever. Not once. Your mom wasn't late picking you up. The one year my mom had to pick me up was preschool and or no, third grade too. And no, she was not. Didn't you get stuck there during a snowstorm? That That's not the same thing. My mother was on the phone with me the entire time. Did and ha- she was calling people around town. That was so far long ago. Did you have one of those cell phones that had the giant purse bag? No, she called the school because the office people were also stuck. Everybody was stuck there. Nobody could get out. It was terrible. My friends, like I remember our family the storm because I, I had to dig out my beast of a car so I could drive home. I didn't have a way to dig my car out. After that, we kept shoveling my car, um, but there wasn't one. And so what wound up happening because my mom got stuck in our driveway trying to come and get me because the buses weren't running um, and she had to like stay home my brother's bus was able to go but the high school bus was not so she was able to get my brother but then she was like well you took your car just go get in your car and drive home really really slow and i was like mom i can't it's covered it is completely buried in the snow and she was like okay okay i'm gonna come and get you and then she got stuck in the driveway and so she wound up calling our family friends and they had this giant beast of a car and they lived uh towards over by where the high school is and so she came plowing down that street and she picked me up and then i was stuck at their house for about four hours until my dad got off work and could come and get me to then take me home it was it was very very not fun okay but the key here is take an afternoon or an evening sit down with everybody's calendar and like most of the school districts have their annual calendars up some are more organized than others Mm -hmm. i know like we've got between the two that our kids are enrolled in, one district has the entire year's schedule already mapped out for everybody with all the holidays and days off and half days and conferences and school pictures Sports. ready to go. And the other the other school uh, district has Jack up, and they're the one that starts sooner. But we're not throwing any names under the bus. Yeah, it's a little bit frustrating. But still, for what they have available and what you know and youth activities and mom and dad stuff and Girl Scouts and everything... Put it on the calendar so you can start mapping it out. And when things start come up and people ask, hey, how about this date? You can go, oh, hell no. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jessica, let's get into one of my favorites on the list. Number eight on our top 10 list of tips. Leave time for mom and dad. And what do we mean by leave time for mom and dad? Run away. <laughs> Run away from the children. Goodbye, children. Look. Have fun fending for yourself. Leave time for mom and dad. Don't this really is do that. even is if you're super organized, even if you've consolidated your lists and everything, even if you've inventoried what you have so you can cut down the expenses, it's still a stressful time. You got to go into these stores with all these other stressed out people. You got to run around. You got to like look at the, you know, the tally on the cash register as you're checking out going, oh, my God, it takes a mint to go. You shoot an eyeballs. I'm going to edit that out or bleep it. <laughs> Don't worry. No, it's more of how much it actually costs to go back to school shopping. I know. So leave time. In our case, we did some back to school shopping, and then uh, we did we did a big trip without the kids. Kid one babysat, and we went and hit Myers, and then we went to the local brewery and had a late lunch together and oh, drinks. Yeah. We did and then on the that. way back, we great. stopped by this new joint down in Sawyer, Michigan, called uh, Local Poor, not yep, a sponsor. That was great too. Um, but they have. They don't produce their own stuff. They have uh, things from the local wineries, distilleries, and breweries, and you can do tasting flights and everything. So you and I sat 
caught our breath, like, oh my God, we survived back to school shopping, but also let's just take a moment with us before the craziness starts and the hauling kids in every direction and we wave at each other like, you know, you come in and take two kids that had finished skating from the rink while you wave at me on the ice coaching and, <laughs> you know, in the evenings and all the insanity. It's just like have some adult beverages, sipping it, enjoying each other's company uh, and reminding ourselves that we have these short people because we, we like each other. We like each other we, you know, a lot. And we like spending time together, and we're about to not spend a lot of time together because of no, the short people. No, it'll be waving. Hello, yeah. nice yes. to see you for two seconds. Goodbye. So it's very important oh. because that if you can cut down on the stress in your relationship, it carries over and it keeps the rest of the family calm. Building that special time uh, for the two of you when you survive back to school shopping. Um, but just real quick, because I really, really loved local poor. I thought it was neat. If you go there. Have the fire and ice on the cocktail menu. It is great. It's got um chipotle vodka, pineapple juice, and simple syrup and lime in it. And it tastes amazing because it starts out sweet and then you get hit with all that heat and it is How wonderful. How much heat though? Is it going to like burn your mouth? No, or? no, no. It's just, it's like a real quick little... Sweet heat? Yeah. Like a Mike and Ike? No. Not that hot? I mean, it's chipotle, so it's it's there. It's a slow smoky burn? Mm-hmm. And then it goes away. Okay. After each sip, like... You'll have the sweet, and it's a little bit hot, and then it's gone. And, and you're it, like, yeah, I want some more of that. So Just enough heat to make you want to go back for another sip? Yeah. It's nice. really good. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, it's fine. You know, probably not a bad idea for some of the teachers to go after that first week, too, for happy hour. Mm-hmm. Because, and especially the ones who have to, like, they have to do the prep work for their own kids and their classroom. Yep. And, and survive to... all the, you know, the first day jitters and everything and all the people who don't have their together mm -hmm. but uh the teachers have to pack up their classrooms at the end of each year because they could be shuffling rooms they all have to be, to be shuffling cleaned. grades sometimes they get their carpet replaced or their room painted again so everything has to come down and then at the beginning of the year they have to redo everything and it's so time consuming and, and it's so own, stressful prep their own actual biological children or exactly. adopted, but you know their their own kids not just their students right so they they deserve a break too and I'm sure their spouses do too. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh my God! Imagine if they're—it's uh, a double teacher relationship. No. Oh my God! They all—they just need to go out and have the all the drinks. All the drinks. All the drinks. <laughs> Imagine if they have like five kids and both teachers. Mm-hmm. Oh, all the drinks. Mm-hmm. All right, we're making our way through this. Our top ten tips for back to school success, Jessica. Number nine is a key one for you. It is. In fact, you put it on the list. I did. It is charge your phone and or camera batteries because it is time for those first day of school photos and you do not want to be caught with a dead battery on either your phone or your camera because you won't be able to capture those memories and those shoes are coming back home dirty after that first day and their hair is going to be sticking out the side. Actually, that sounds like a fun picture too. Um, but you're going to want a way to capture those memories in the morning. Whether you have your <laughs> together or not, <laughs> make it look like you do by having those first day of school photos. Yep. You don't want to be the parent like, oh, crap, I forgot. I yeah. didn't take any photos. Here's the second or here's the fifth day of school photos. <laughs> the fifth day. That's funny. <laughs> or um, the second day of school photos. I completely forgot. And there's every year there's somebody who puts it up and it's kind of funny. But um, you want to be one of those parents that have the, your together you've got those memories it's only going to happen I, no. first day of school only happens once i don't care if people if i don't have my together but i'm going to have those first day of schools because i really like looking at the progression yes through the years we we do ours in front of our red door on the front of our house unless it's um, raining and then, it's, and then it's on the inside of the front door right um but i like seeing how tall they are in relation to the bar that goes in front of the screen door yeah um and that is and the handle fun. I also like taking one where they, they do shoe model poses and we yeah. zoom in on the back to school kicks because, come on, it's the shoes. Kid number four have like slippers or something on last year. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Because <laughs> she was staying at home. She was still in her PJs. Yeah. And then like there's one where she's just like sad. It was like, it wasn't acting. It was, she was really sad that her three buddies her were Her buddies going, left and friends. she was heartbroken. Yeah, but this year she goes a week before they do. She's really excited. Yeah. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the last tip? Our final tip for back-to-school success is don't procrastinate. Nope. Get on it. 
stuff sells out while they still stock up on everything or if your kid wants well all the folders that are left are ugly well yeah <laughs> you wait till the weekend before school starts one you're going to be feel the extra pressure from time makes it worse the fact that the the supplies at the store have dwindled the selection at the store has dwindled it just everything compounds get it knocked out yeah early um a lot of our schools don't do this but a lot of schools will color code folders for different classes so like all of the math classes have to have a red folder and it always happens um we go we don't have a target in our area they closed it Anymore. so we have to go to indiana to go to target and almost always i wind up going to target like the weekend before school starts not for school supplies but for like other things and i will wander back there just to see and it's completely wiped out and there's always like 10 families where the kids are screaming because that red folder for math is not available and they know they're going to get like crap for it at school or even when our kids were in lower elementary they needed two folders Mm -hmm. green and red yeah green went home Mm -hmm. and red stayed at school it's like stop and go yeah well and it never oh, never failed. We, you know, especially when we were procrastinate, all the red ones are sold out or all the green ones are sold out or yep. they were like different kinds or the, you know, one was flimsy and crap and the other one was good. Mm-hmm. Just knock it out. And especially like with kid one now, she wants the pretty cute folders because it's middle school. It's a damn it's a fa- thing. It's a folder fashion show. Uh, <laughs> it is. So, but the selection, if you wait longer and longer, sucks more and more. No, and more. you have to get the kitten in the Especially basket since if you wait. We are uh, right on the Indiana border. Indiana went back early August. We don't go back. Actually, the kids and some of the teachers are pissed off because usually Michigan, the public schools don't go back until after Labor Day. This year, Labor Day is late and it's on a Wednesday. So they're actually going back on the 30th for our older kids. Yeah. But still, um, it makes a difference also, because people are bouncing back and forth across the border to do their shopping. Teachers will request specific types of items. So I know on a lot of the lower elementary lists, they ask for the Crayola crayons in a certain number. And they do that because one, Crayola has more vibrant colors than any of the other companies. Although it drives me nuts when they always ask for the, the eight washable markers, but all you can find are the right. 10 packs. So yeah, that... <laughs> no, but if you wait until the very last minute, the odds of being able to find those exact items that the teachers want for specific reasons are very, very slim. So do it early. They have sales that happen earlier. Hit those sales early in the summer so that you can just be done and enjoy the last couple of days of summer and you're not frantically at the store screaming about folder colors and hey let's go crayons. off on a tangent on um crazy items real quick please okay because you remember a couple of years ago the i think it was spanish oh, the teacher put in my God. so like it's normal that your your classroom grade level teacher puts in requests then like for um maybe gym are the special resource yeah, kid number two music. had washi tape this yeah year. you know they have items they need or they need extra kleenex or he labeled those extra glue bottle art room cool that's fine we had, uh, and we used to get stuff for the Spanish teacher. We had turnover, though, in the school system the kids used to be in, in Spanish. And so the one teacher put all sorts of weird <laughs> items on there. Just Pom-poms and googly, googly eyes. Googly eyes. So then they switched teachers midsummer, And then before the lists were published, the new teacher coming in was young. And she didn't want to rock the boat. And she's like, well, there must have been, there must be something I don't know why we need this. But I don't know what the it's for. And so she left it on there and every teacher. Oh, and she wanted envelopes, uh, manila envelopes in a very odd size. It was not something you get in the standard just business aisle. You nope. had to go to special. We had stores. to Amazon that. Yeah. Um, and she's got everyone just pulling their hair out. Like, where the f- do we find, you know, 40 bazillion googly eyes and pom poms? She's like, I don't even know what the hell I'm going to do with this. I'm like, are you f-ing kidding me? Like, are these envelopes that we had a special order? Mm-hmm. Um, we wound up. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, even when you get organized and even if you use the rule of two stores and then Amazon, um, you just you got to cross your fingers and pray that like, hey, if the teacher put a weird item on here, they got a use for it and a reason for it. And usually they will. It's just occasionally we did run in an instance where the teacher's like, I don't even know what the crap this crap's for. Yeah, that got out and the parents were pissed. And we found out that the teacher like did not have a use for them and so i went to the resource teacher and i was like do you want some pom-poms and some googly eyes and she was like yep i can use those i would say i my can do all kinds of stuff with that to young teachers who have move into a role like that and that item is on the list and they didn't you know remove it 
and you don't know what the f- it's for, <laughs> invent something and figure it out because the parents are going to go nuts and all of a sudden you're going to get a bad reputation. Nope. So. Or come, come up get, with a use for it or come up with a donation to a resource teacher. Yeah. But make sure it's getting used because parents are spending a ton of money on back to school. Yep. Don't waste their funds. Um, or, you know, get the class list from the principal for those email addresses. Send out an apology and say, please, please, please do not buy these things. They were put there by the previous teacher. I have no use for them. Please do not bring them. That yeah. would have been so appreciated. So many things. In that situation. Yeah. But there's anyway. always that one weird item always there there is and like i said for like the washi tape i'm sure they've got a use for it which washi tape is actually not that weird yeah but this all kind of comes back to uh number eight leave time for mom and dad and adult cocktails (laughs) (laughs) yes after you spend 57 dollars on envelopes and googly eyes go out (laughs) go out to lunch go out to dinner numb the pain a little bit Mm -hmm. whatever you got a buttload of kids. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our top 10 list for back to school success. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but that's okay. Yep. We got a bunch of other ones fun coming up. We uh, we brainstormed some more. We have, like, of course, our wall of things. We had things outlined, but we had, came up with more topics while we were sitting out doing our back to school shopping and things we want to talk about. And of course, we have our race, our adventure weekend that we're going to be talking about in an upcoming, up, yeah, upcoming episode. But for now, this has been another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. We drop episodes almost every week. We took last week off. Yep. But the new episodes come out on Monday, bright and early Monday morning. This was episode 77. Go back and check out the other 76. But for Mm -hmm. now, Jessica, it's been fun. It was fun. Bye. Bye. Bye.